welcome to Plan and Empower the Podcast. I'm your host, Meg Goodman. This is a space where we discuss mindset, business, empowering yourself, habits and routines, and self-development. I'm so excited to have you here. And welcome back to another episode of Plan and Empower the Podcast. Today we're going to be discussing all things running. So think beginner running tips, um, my journey with running, and a little bit about how I would recommend getting started. And if I was to do it different, if I was to do it again, how I would do it differently this time around. But before we get into that, I'm just going to do a bit of a catch up on how this week's been. Um, to be honest, it's been pretty incredible. I feel like I have really done a full week of work where I've been focusing on my work-life balance, my exercise, my running routines, um, and I'm three weeks out from my next half marathon. So I think having a goal so close in mind is really helping me focus and helping me stay consistent with my exercise and I just guess that drive to want to be better, to eat better, to sleep better, to turn up at work better like I just think it's really helping with that plus the response to my interview with Hannah Melsop has been amazing um I'm just so I'm so stoked with how many people have listened to it and interacted with it and given me feedback or shared it or passed it on to someone else and just I can't get over the interaction and engagement that I've had with that so I'm so grateful and I cannot wait to share my next I've done three more interviews so far so I'm so excited to share those with you and actually start potentially going down this route where that is something I look into doing all the time in the podcast so I'm so stoked and if any of you have stuck around after the Hannah interview welcome and I'm so excited to have you here thank you so much for joining my community um and I just I hope that you get out as much of these podcasts as I do giving them so we're going to get into all things running let's go started running in 2017 when I was 18 no yeah 18 turning 19 years old um I started running for multiple reasons probably some of which weren't really healthy but I have come to found a, an absolute passion for it and such a sense of relief for my mental health and my physical health so I feel like this is a topic I can't go without speaking about but I do want to like say right from the start I wouldn't consider myself like an extreme competitive runner or someone who you're going to look at when they're running down the street and go, oh my goodness, they're so fast. Look at them go. I'm not that. I am someone who goes out for a jog and it clears my mental health. It helps helps me sleep. It helps me function. It helps me be a better human. And I see the positive benefits of running. And I finally allowed comparison to stop thieving that from me. So that's my goal of this podcast is to help you understand that your running journey is personal to you and you don't have to worry about what anybody else is doing. Your running journey is going to look different. My running journey started because I was... I was at home for summer and I was working in a cafe and I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to run a half marathon before I leave to go back to uni. And so in the four weeks that I had before I went back to uni, I started running pretty much every second day around the river track at home, which is a beautiful running track. And I love, I actually miss running there. And I remember running my first half marathon around that track. It was a 10 kilometer loop or just under. So I ended up doing 
to it a bit times and like the day a couple of days before I went around and planted water bottles around the place and my friend met me at the end with a like a medal for me and it was just such a mental achievement and I I'm still so proud of it I actually still have the medal in a box with all my other ones now but I remember feeling such a sense of an accomplishment and I from then I have always driven to be a better runner and I think it's this year where I've probably made the most progress in it and that comes down to the fact that I have really dropped that comparison and I I don't mind that I'm a slower runner than most people and I also know that I'm not the slowest runner there there are people who run slower than me and that's that's great because it's that's their pace we're not all supposed to run the same pace so we're all built differently we all have different genetics so I'm really excited to get into this I um, put up a Q&A box on my Instagrams um, both Plan and Empower and That Happy Habit so for those of you who may not know we started as That Happy Habit but we've moved into Plan and Empower so um, I put up question polls on both and I'm going to work my way through a few questions of them I did pick out my favorites um, that I felt We'll probably flow on quite nicely and just things I wanted to mention. Um, so the first question was how to get started. <laughs> so my biggest thing was know your why. Know why you want to run. Know why you're waking up in the morning to go for that run before work or you're putting on your shoes after work to go for that run. Why are you doing it? Um, once you have that reason, you'll be able to, it gets you started. It can motivate you to get you to that initial point where you've been running for, let's say, three weeks. And then it's discipline and routine that keeps you going. You you build this routine, you build a foundation, and you know that every Tuesday you're going to come home and you're going to go for a run. Rain, hail, or shine, you are out there. And if it's hailing, you're in the gym on the treadmill. Like, you create this system that works for you. And and I think it's that's, that's so important, right, is that, you are looking at your why not somebody else's you're not running because you want to be as fast as that person you're running because you you are getting benefit from this and it's important to you the next question i got was does having a watch help you stay motivated in short answer yes i love my watch i use a garmin um and i think it is absolutely outstanding for my running um, I used to have an Apple Watch, which I loved too, but I think the Garmin's a little bit more accurate, which I quite like. And I'm I'm a nerd and like looking at all the stats and my heart rate and stuff. But at this stage, it's an absolute yes because I'm using the Garmin training running plan routine. So I've selected training for a half marathon on there and it literally has all of my exercises, all of my timings, all of my paces, all my cadence on this watch. And so when I'm running, it's like too fast and tells me to slow down. And so it keeps me on track. But in honesty, I wouldn't say I need it. Like I think when I started running, I did have an Apple watch, but I wouldn't say that that motivated me. If anything, it probably made it worse because I became extremely addicted to how many calories I was burning on this run which is a whole nother side note. And if you listen to my relationship with food, you'll understand. But I, I became addicted to probably the wrong stuff in it. And I think now I love looking at like, um, say for example, my heart rate. I really enjoy looking at how much I've exerted myself and whether or not I was able to keep myself at a consistent heart rate throughout this round and stuff like that. Or going, oh, that's interesting. My pace dropped this week is I wonder where am I on my cycle? Like that kind of stuff. I probably find it more for that. Um, 
but yeah my watch definitely does help me stay motivated but there are other ways to get motivated um you could try running with another person say you're running with a friend and you end up running and chatting and it's nice or you train for a goal so that's a lot of the time what i'm i do so i'll pick a marathon or a half marathon and i'll train for that so at the moment i'm training for a half marathon but it's most likely going to lead into a full i'm just dependent on money and time which is always the kicker because when you're training for a full you need time like if I'm going to run 30ks on the weekend it is going to take me about four of four and a half hours so (laughs) I need to have four and a half hours to spend running but then it's not only just that I need the time afterwards to recover so that leads into my next question what are my go-to stretches um without a doubt my hip flexors I've always had extremely tight hip flexors so it's absolute must for me I always stretch my hip flexors after a run followed by my quads and my calves um I'll post a little video where I show you what these stretches are because I these are my go-tos I mean I do try and st- I'm, I, I say this ambitiously I try and stretch more than this it's it's a very light-hearted stretch and of that um but something that's been I've introduced lately which has been really helping is foam rolling um and I'm such a wimp like I will hop on the foam roller and be in so much pain and not want to keep going but I'm really pushing through that because I know that it helps with the recovery section of running so much better than just stretching so um that's your hip hip flexors for me quads and calves um your hammies wouldn't hurt to have a stretch neither would your arms your upper body like by the time you keep going like with the swinging your arms back and forth I actually find even my in my um biceps get quite sore so just making sure that you are stretching your body and recovering also I do find um a nice cold shower helps as well so or and then going into a warm or a bath to soak your muscles there are so many ways you can help yourself recover but it's so important um a question I got was the best bra and I feel this question because I have struggled for so long trying to find a good bra for running and I still don't even know if I found the best one um the one I currently use and really like is the Wanda Train Bra from Lululemon. Um, it's the first one I've had that I feel extremely supported in. Um, I don't have like I've I don't have ginormous boobs or anything like that, but I've got probably middle of the road, and I think even then they still hurt after a run. If I do if I do fifteen k's, they will still hurt after a run. So I still don't think I found the right one. I have considered. Um, doing double bra so you put on that one and then like a tight over top one over the top as well I have a shirt that's got a built-in bra and I find when I wear that and my good one it ends up being a better combination oh and an absolute must for me if I'm running over 10ks I have to Vaseline underneath my bra or I have this rash and it is not fun and not pretty. So, And it honestly, it's just sweat. It's a combination of sweat and it rubbing up against my skin. Um, so I have to, and like, I'm talking everywhere. I am vaselining everywhere. So <laughs> yeah, but just that's a side note as well. If you do want to get into like long distance running. Um, the next question I had was tips for a starting runner. Now, I've got quite a few here and I definitely will list them in the show notes because it's I don't want to rattle them off and then you don't hear them all. But the biggest lesson I have learned in running so far is that speed is not everything. 
I used to strive. I remember I always used to tell people, I run a six minute K. I can run a six minute K. I can run a six minute K, but my heart rate is about 185 and I want to vomit at the end and I just do not feel good. So my biggest thing is cut the comparison. You are out on your run. If your run is a 10 and a half minute K, you are still running. If you're if it's a nine minute K, you're still running. If if you run it in five minutes, that's fantastic. I mean, I looked at my brother do a full marathon. He almost ran it as fast as I did a half marathon. And that's just incredible. Like, don't let someone else's success steal yours. Like, it doesn't matter if you're slower. It doesn't matter if you're not as fast because you are still achieving your goals. And I like the idea that I'm running because I enjoy running and I can run, you know, like I'm not doing it because I have to be the fastest. I'm not probably not going to win a full marathon in my life. I mean, I could have and I dedicated my whole life to it and I started eating better and I started sleeping and I trained full on, maybe. But where I'm at, I just like the sense of accomplishment. Um, and I think whether that's you're training for a 10K or you get the sense of accomplishment of going for a 1K run after work, you have still achieved that goal. And I think that's just something that I really, I hold on to now. And I do not let, like if I have a average pace on my run of like nine and a half minute Ks, I'm still going to upload the stats because I want to normalize the fact that you don't have to run fast and also, a run is still a run if you walked in the middle. <laughs> Just because you decided to take a little break or a big break, it does not mean it's not a run. Let's say you're starting, you're learning to run. And you run 200 meters and then you walk 200 meters. And then you run 200 meters and you have to walk 500 meters. You still went for a run. It's It doesn't make it not a run. And I think you need to learn to appreciate what you've done rather than looking what it could have been so rather than going oh I didn't run the full 800 meters look at it and go oh my goodness I ran 400 meters today that's awesome and and acknowledge the success that you've had and move on from there and go next time I'm going to try around 450 and just set yourself those little micro goals it's the same as trying to change a habit or a routine or a lifestyle you can't do it overnight you're not going to wake up and be able to run 10k the next day without being baseline fit or I mean to be fair there are some people that probably can but I know that's not me I have built mental strength and mental stamina along with physical fitness that I always pretty much consistently keep now of being able to run um my next tip is that something is better than nothing if you have plans that you're meant to go for a 3k run after work and that just feels so unachievable try go for a 1k walk. I find that something's better than nothing. So like an example of today, I had I had quite a nice day. It was meant to be nice and relaxing. And I went, actually, a run doesn't fit into this for my mental space today. But I went for a walk. I went for a 4k walk. And I'm like, I was still on my feet. I was still doing my exercise. I, I was like, you know, something's better than nothing. Don't, don't let yourself be bit down that you didn't meet what you absolutely set out to do. You still did something. Um, my next tip, and this is a major as someone who has studied nutrition and has learned from her mistakes here, fuel your body before and after your run. I do not care if you ate lunch two hours ago and then you're heading out for a run. 
fuel your body. If you are going for a long run, you need to ensure that you have had enough fuel in your body to do this run. Uh, my best things that I like to eat before a run is a banana. Oh man, they actually slap after a run too. They're really good. Or a protein shake, or I eat an apple, or I'll eat some toast, or peanut butter on banana, peanut butter on apple. Like, it's so important if you're going to exercise like this, you need to make sure you're eating properly. And when you get home, number one thing for muscle recovery is refueling. If you want your body to be able to bounce back and to come in and to bring you for the next one, it's so important that you're refueling. This also ties into my next tip and it's learn when to introduce gels. So I don't know if you know what gels are, but they're like a little um, glucose hit basically. So glucose is carbohydrate, the main source of food for your brain. Um, and they just basically give you some sugar. You can get some that have caffeine. I try to avoid those ones. I mean, I tend to have some that have caffeine, but that's if I'm going to have them in the morning, I don't necessarily like to have them in the afternoon because sleep. Um, but gels are super important if I'm running anything over 10k I will always take a gel for example on my 15k run the other day I had two gels one at 5k one at 10k and you feel the pickup like you can feel your body come back and you're going oh I'm eating like I mean it's not necessarily food and then after my run I would eat something proper and I'd either have some toast or I'd have a banana or I'd have a smoothie or something to refuel and re- re-encourage my digestive system my body and I don't know it just makes you feel so much better so much better I have learned that mistake time and time again um if you want to hear about that you can hear back to my relationship with I think it's my relationship with exercise where I talk about it when I fainted from running it's either in my relationship with food or my relationship with exercise but I'll give you a brief sum up basically I had a awful relationship with food and so I went for a 25k run without eating anything in the morning um, and I came home went top on the scale straight away and basically fainted in my towel onto my flatmate <laughs> um, I was just so grateful she was home she was able to help me and she got me some food and some water but I think just the ignorance I had to what my body needed was insane and I would never let myself do that again. So that is, is one of the biggest lessons I have learned is introduce food before and after and learn to eat, learn to run on a, like learn to run with food in your stomach. I said, oh, I can't run with food in my tummy and I'd use that as an excuse not to eat. No, you learn to run with food because your body needs food in order to run. You, you need that. Um, also, my next thing is carry water if you can. Um, lots of the time I made a mistake where I would be running on a long run and I'd be like, oh, there'd be a water fountain somewhere. <clears throat> and there wasn't. <laughs> I remember so dizzy from the heat one time and I found a tap. It was like a saving grace. But if you had a water bottle or a running belt or I'm I'm actually currently on the lookout for a running vest, I want one that has two water bottles in it or a camelback. Um, but again, still trying to find one that won't hurt with my chest. So... I'll let you know if I find a good one but it's just about I don't know making sure that you are equipped and you have thought it through you can run with your running belt and your running pack and gels if you're running 2k's it doesn't matter if you need that to run that then take it with you it's running is so individual and it's so 
it's so meant to be your own experience and it's such a special occasion for you you're celebrating success you're celebrating your fitness you're celebrating what your body can do we were built to run and I think um, having really good shoes and really nice exercise gear to wear when you run makes such a difference um, pants wise ones that I've found that don't fall down on me are lululemon free fast and freeze they're my absolute favorites um, I'll find they don't actually tuck into my tummy they just sit really nicely especially once they're sweaty they sit really well um, and I've got a couple of pairs of LSKD shorts which are just gym training shorts but they are really nice to run in and I find even in winter they're really good because they've got nice deep pockets so I can put my phone in my pocket but yeah headphones wise um, I still don't think I have the right headphones I'm definitely still on the lookout I have first generation ear pods and they slip out when I get super sweaty so I'm also on the lookout for better ones of those and shoes I run with Asics um I always have but I think I'm gonna look at moving to I think it's called Brooks Brooks B-R-O-O-K um I want to go and get fitted for a shoe and like because I've got quite wide feet so I want to go in and get that fitted but just having having the right equipment changes the setup for you and it enables you to feel like the part you know you are it's a like it's a ritual like I put on my exercise gear and I'm like in the headspace I'm in the zone I can't wait for this this marathon this half marathon coming up I know I don't need new shoes before it so I'm going to run in these old shoes but I'm probably going to get a running belt running vest and that's a massive step for me because I always thought that it had to be like the super official runners who had running vests but no I'm allowed to have a running vest yeah I'm just I'm on a learning journey with it um and the last question I had was just quite a funny one how do you run and not hate running <laughs> um in all honesty I slowed down I used to hate running I used to loathe going for my run I used to think I was gonna dread the whole thing I dreaded it all day and then I'd have to come home and do it I love my runs now I get excited about it it's so much fun and that's because I slowed down I stopped letting comparison be the thief of my joy with running and I have found an absolute charm in it and I hope with the help of this podcast episode you are able to do the same so if you are interested in running please if you have any questions never hesitate to contact me over on plan and empower the podcast I've got um an Instagram account you can find me on and I'll link that in the show notes below I'll also link through a couple of the products that I mentioned that I really enjoy not sponsored I just really enjoy them um but yeah I hope that if you are on your running journey that this is a really exciting time for you and I wish you all the best thanks so much bye thank you for listening to another episode of plan and empower the podcast if you're keen to find out a bit more about us, you can find us on all social media platforms. There are links in the show notes. I would really appreciate if you have time to leave a review on the platform that you're listening. Thank you so much. Bye.